Yo, I'm Chad, and you are listening to a very special side quest, maybe, of the Jumpman podcast. I have two very special guests. Two out of three. Is it true? Is there more? Two out of three Flynn's? Only three brothers. Only one sister. Damn. Uh, that's exactly like my family, actually. Uh, yeah, so I'm with Michael and Jonathan Flynn, fans of the podcast, Jump interns who helped out on uh, on bringing some of our greatest hits to you and we're going to be releasing those this week or the week before whenever the hell i release this so gentlemen how are you fantastic great awesome so uh i know we've we've hung out in real life at magfest how was your magfest experience or experiences ben and uh, magfest is an annual um uh video game festival down in virginia every year if you don't know um, I'd say uh, if anyone who hasn't been to Magfest should go. Plain mm-hmm. simple. Like every experience I've had has been fantastic. I've been there as a, you know, as just a normal uh, attendee, and I've also been there as staff working panels. So I mean, whether you're working it, whether you're just a guest, yeah, you know, just hanging out, it's like 24 hours a day, four days of just amazing experiences. Yeah, Magfest has pretty much become my Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Always love going. It's a great place. Awesome. I, yeah. I I know I always have a good time too. It's like a family reunion, you know. Like once once you start going, you know, keep going, you see the same faces, start to recognize everybody. So, gentlemen, let's talk video games because uh we have thrown down. I think I, I we have thrown down the gauntlet, my brother and I, on this very podcast saying we will cream anyone at Mario Kart Wii and then at Magfest. Was it two years ago? Yeah. yeah. We actually got uh, got a chance to, to legitimately throw down. I, I, there was like one round, I think, that uh, I was like, what the hell is with my accidentally selected manual <laughs> transmission? I'm like, what is, I don't know even. Yeah, they set, you at all, they set you in manual or something, and you were expecting automatic. The same thing with me. I was, we, we were like three laps behind everyone else. It was terrible. I just couldn't believe it. I was like, I, I, I told everybody I was the king, and look at me. And I think I just put <laughs> a controller down at one point. Unfortunately, uh, you and I did get to play again right after that, and you smoked me like no one's business. It was on, on my end. <laughs> uh, I never got the chance to play. I can't remember. I think it was just too many people at the station at the time, I think. Was that the case? Yeah, there was like a line of like eight people. But uh, you were, uh, yeah, you basically did exactly what you describe in most podcasts. You uh, played as Bowser, uh, played as a heavy, and you just were unstoppable from out the gate, um, which was unfortunate for my part. But I actually learned something because now I start playing heavies. <laughs> awesome. Well, I will tell you, since then, even in Mario uh, Mario Kart 8, which I love and adore, uh, even with my, my main heavy, Bowser, with like the heaviest, top speediest cart, I can still get smoked by a dude riding, um, I forget what kind of bicycle. Uh, there was one time where all, all the maniacs came online and we were like, alright, let's actually throw down, and uh, I got creamed. It's always like you think you're you think you're awesome, and then you play online or play against somebody else, and you get taken down a peg. Yeah, it's definitely how it seems to happen. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, have you guys played Mario Kart Eight? By the way. Yeah. How do you yes, like it? A little bit. We we uh we were fortunate. We got we got a Wii U this Christmas. Um, mm-hmm. but I've since then been more obsessed with uh, Mario Chase and. Uh, and Ghost Mansion and uh, yeah. Nintendo Land, yeah, <laughs> and Sweet Day, but um, 
I, I have played a little tiny bit of the Mario Mario Kart Eight, which was it's uh it's it's an exp- it's it's awesome. I I just haven't played as much as the other ones yet. I haven't played as much either as the other people in our household, but uh yeah, I actually like the way they're going with it, where they're adding other franchises, making it Super Smash Kart. Yeah, unfortunately, the best uh, Mario Kart player in our house is actually our sister. Really, yeah. it's, it's really sad, but she spent many an hour mastering Mario Kart Wii, and she's actually the best out of any of us. I don't know if she'd give you a run, but she's definitely better than us. Yeah, <laughs> she she managed to almost 100% Mario Kart Wii. I can't remember what she couldn't pull off. I think she wow. didn't get Baby Luigi. Yeah. The, the ghost, like you have to beat the ghost on every mm-hmm. map. That's the only thing she didn't do, but uh, she did like everything else and you know, unlocked everything but Baby Luigi. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Wow. Well, I, hope she, I hope she comes to Magfa sometime. I would love to. Uh, uh, she's come, been coming the last two years. Dude, and and she didn't come over? Oh, man. Well, I don't, now I feel like I missed out. <laughs> oh, that sounds awesome. It's funny. In Mario Kart Wii, that's like, maybe maybe filthy casuals don't know, but um, doing the time trials is the best way to get, like, ridiculously good on those maps. You know, yeah. like uh, yeah. like when, when Eric and, uh, and Jared at our last uh, annual Christmas competition where we always throw down for this massive trophy, this Mario, actual Mario Kart trophy, uh, in the days leading up to the competition, I was just doing nothing but time trials just to get just ridiculously good at certain courses. And so when we get to them, all, all I hear from my siblings is, oh, fuck, ah, oh, why, oh. <laughs> well, I'm over there like, skeet, skeet, up in the lead. The trouble, the trouble with Bowser and those big heavies is that if you get pounded early, you're done. There's no way you can catch up, you know, because they have crap acceleration. They can have crap acceleration. Yeah, they got great top speed, terrible acceleration. Yeah, yeah. so if you're, if you're in the lead, you're set. But otherwise, if you're in the mob, forget about it, man. Oh. <laughs> That's why I've always sucked being the small guys who accelerate real quickly. I, I, if someone's playing a heavy that knows what they're doing, mm-hmm. then I'm done. But most cases they don't, so tend to stay in the lead. Cool. So let's talk, and this will be our main topic of the evening, I think. Let's talk. So right now we're heading into E3. E3 week is coming up. Yes. And it's kind of like people's, uh, like every gamer's Christmas a little bit. It's kind of strange, our, our gaming hobby. You know, we're so, like, um, fixed on, like, this weird, like, commercial thing where it's, like, it's just a giant ad for, like, a week, and we all get really excited and, you know, like, sit down at our computers and, like, wait for news to pull oh, out. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> but coming into uh, E3 week, we had uh, a day, maybe a weekend, I think, at Best Buys throughout the country where they brought back the Nintendo World Championship. I wanted to go so badly. <laughs> he has been practicing and practicing with his NES remix, sitting at the Wii U, <laughs> running through the same challenge over and over. Oh, man, and he didn't go. Uh, the closest one was about uh, two and a half, three hours away from me, I think, out on Long Island. Whoa, wow. So, yeah, that that was the closest one to me, and I actually was I was considering going, but mm-hmm. then unfortunately had you know, yeah, you 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 you'll, you'll, you know how it is like I have kids soccer tournaments and oh, yeah. soccer games, so couldn't make it out there. Mm-hmm. But um, no, I was actually I was I was training and like looking up old old strategies because what they did is they combined it, for the NES Remix uh, Championship mode, 
they combine a bunch of old games, obviously, like they did with the original NES uh, uh, championships. Mm-hmm. One of the common games that they kept between the two was, you know, Mario One. And there's a really good strategy to kill yourself about five or six times. Really? It's the the first round is only it's like it's like a multiplier. It's like whatever your score is times like a hundred. Mm-hmm. And as you get into the second game, the multiplier multiplier goes up in the third game the multiplier goes up even more oh. so you want to get through the first two games as quickly as possible and get to the third game so you can get your multiplier up mm-hmm. and the trick to Mar- the first mario to get the coins faster is you you get to this one coin block hit it like 10 times jump off the ledge die hmm. it spawns you right before the coin block and you hit it again and basically it's a real quick way to get through the first game oh i see to get to the second one um like if you watch uh, some some of the videos from the original NES championships, mm-hmm. that was the trick that the really great guys did to get to Tetris right away. And the Tetris players that were played in that were insane. Sure. But uh, but the plus side to this one, if I had actually gotten to go, with, I, I doubt I would have done anything. But um, the uh, the third game was Doctor Mario, which I've been rocking since I was five six years old. So awesome. it's one of the games I'm actually better at than most. <laughs> Man, yeah. I'm sad, I'm sad it wasn't in time. Family member smoking that. No, no, she can't. Are you sure? <laughs> that's that, that's that's a little sad. I mean, you know, I have kids. I understand. You know, my, mine aren't grown enough to to have like soccer practice. Uh, but no, I I totally get it. The struggle is real. <laughs> yeah. as, as soon as because uh, I actually um I, I'm a stepfather. You know, okay. I married a woman who has, has had multiple children. She had four children, mm-hmm. and um. Basically, my gaming time from before I lived with the kids and her to where I live with them, my gaming time decreased by like ninety five percent. Like yeah. I, it's like waiting till everyone's asleep and it's like middle of the night, and I'll get to play a couple rounds of a game and then I'll go to sleep. Yeah, it's like, yeah. do am I am I awake in the morning or do I want to play a video game at night? One of the two. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still going to Yeah. Right, right now it's like, all right, do I want to go to sleep at ten o'clock p.m. or do I want to stay up for an hour and play Splatoon online <sighs> if if the connection will stay up? Ugh. I'm all. I'm actually wondering how Splatoon. Haven't gotten to try it yet. I actually haven't. Um, I, I I sort of dropped a review with Eric, but um, <laughs> but uh, but it's fucking awesome. Believe the <laughs> hype. It's great. It's yeah, so I was, much I fun. I listened to your review, and it definitely made me want to go get it. It sounds uh, awesome. It's it's great, and like the and the coolest thing is, um, uh, I don't know if I talked to him about the amiibo, and I think the amiibo came after I, uh, I, I, I did the, that review. But like, so just jumping on and the four on four matches, it's so much fun. There's a lot of uh, variation in the weapons, and Nintendo has started to increase like like weekly almost it seems DLC. So last week we got the classic Nintendo Zapper. Which is like it's like a machine gun in the game. It's awesome, uh, but I haven't seen it much. People, I think b- people just kind of toss it to the side. Um, and you also got uh, like this ink brush, this paintbrush this week, which was I was I really like the paint roller because uh, the whole game is about map control. So I just like the paint controller because I'm the paint roller because I'm uh, I'm horrible at aiming in shooters. I'm really bad. So I can just roll around and not aim at people and just like roll around the map and paint everything. And I'm like, ah, oh, I'm set. <laughs> and it has one of the best power uh one of the best powers you turn into into this invincible squid that can kill everybody in one hit. It's fucking great. Oh yeah, I've seen the squid. The Kraken. That, uh... It's way it's way overpowered. I hope it does not get nerfed. Um 
but this week the the amiibos came in, and so uh, in the main story, there's like a main story uh, line where you get like 25 missions, and mm. um, uh, you only get one gun. It's like the regular uh, machine gun uh, type weapon, and you have to use it throughout the duration. And the amiibos are like, all right, so if you use the girl inkling. Uh, then you get to play, I think it's like 20 of those missions, including boss battles with the sniper rifle. So it's basically like, all right, and if you, if you do four of them in a row, like, like it has like these four different slots, if you do these four, then you get this awesome item that you can use in your multiplayer battles. And so, like, you basically get, like, a set of different things you can deck your character out in, like, a full schoolgirl outfit, a full samurai armor, a full power armor from fallout 3 looking thing (laughs) (laughs) and one of the missions is uh, one of the and the uh the boy inkling is like you want to play all the missions at with uh, a roller i'm like yes yes please and another one is just to do time trials as the invincible kraken like you just fly through all the levels as the kraken so i'm like ah there's so much great value i'm so kind of bummed that the game plus the me all the amiibos is 100 bucks currently I know, I know, but it's so much. Well, Easter Amiibo is like twelve bucks, right? Yeah, yeah, it's true. You can just buy one, you know. (laughs) But I mean, I I feel like I don't know. I'm 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 just I'm really into it, so I feel like oh, it's such a good deal. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I've got a friend of mine who's very deep into the Amiibos and uh, has a lot of the really really rare ones for the Smash and Mario Mm. Party. Like he's got Marth and stuff, but uh. I've got a couple of them, and uh, I hope to get Splatoon soon to start playing that. It's it's cool. I feel like the system sellers just went up by one. Like Mario Kart 8, Hyrule Warriors, and Splatoon, man, are like the three reasons to own a Wii U. And Smash, I mean, if you're a, if you're a yeah, fighting game I was guy. Say, that, that, that's, that's the, yeah, the <laughs> that's one that we got it in our house with Smash. Yeah, and that's, then that's sold we us. We got the rest. Cool. I just love... I love what Nintendo did. I mean, it's kind of a pain in the ass that it costs you that much more, but, like, being able to unlock all these old retro games through their through the Nintendo store, like, I'll, I threw down, like, five bucks for NES Remix, and then, like, you know, I'll throw down, like, ten bucks for Metroid just to be able to play it, like, more readily. Yeah. So, like, it's just, I just pop it on, and I don't have to go searching for cartridges or anything anymore. Mm-hmm. No, I'm, I'm with you, and it's in HD, finally. You know? Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I picked up uh, Earthbound. It was, like... Uh, in in college, I played every single SNES game, uh, but I didn't play Earthbound because I just finished Final Fantasy VI. And when you like, you know, are at like the top of the mountain, the perceived mountain, and then you play something that's completely different, it's like, what the fuck is this? So I uh, <laughs> I, I decided to not to play it at that time, but I picked it up on the Wii U, and it's great. I love it. So. Yeah, I was going to pick up Earthbound. I had that free game from Club Nintendo, and yes. I, yeah, I narrowed it down to Earthbound and Metroid Fusion, and I'm like, uh, yeah. uh, I'm not in the mood for a JRPG, so I'm like, I'm going to throw my <laughs> down Metroid Fusion. Let me tell <laughs> you, the free game. Awesome but. choice. Awesome choice, my friend. The, uh, <laughs> I think the chink in the armor against Metroid Fusion is that the main villain is called the Sax. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's like you're being chased by this ultimate evil clone of yourself that they refer to as Sax. <laughs> um, uh, I actually, um, I, I, 
I read the text box in games most of the time, but I skip the one that's like, yo, don't fight Sax yet. You're not powerful <laughs> enough. So I dropped it down into a hallway where Sax was, and I ran, ran, jumped down, and it just shot a freeze thing at me and yep. destroyed me. Yeah. <laughs> Man, have you, have you beaten the game? No, I haven't. I'm still, I'm still working on it. I've got a bunch of games in my queue right now. Um, I'm going back and playing Deus Ex Human Revolution. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, in, in lieu of the Fallout 4 announcement, I went back and started playing Fallout 3 again. Cool. Cannot wait for Fallout 4. Yeah, which... So, have you guys played the Fallout series? Did you play 3 uh, and or New Vegas? I've played 1, 3, and New Vegas. I've got mm-hmm. 1, as uh, one 2, and Tactics as a sale on good old games, mm-hmm. which everyone should use, because free games... With, or not free games, but uh, DRM-free games where, you know, don't have to abide by steam's like use steam policy but, which, uh, which yeah. was your uh, which was your favorite and why yeah great series unpopular opinion i don't know why i preferred new vegas to three simply because of the reputation system and like how doing something to hurt one group didn't piss off another unrelated group like the karma system did in the original game like mm-hmm. the karma system still affects you but um yeah the reputation is more, more important sort of that was the uh that was the thing that got me sold on new vegas cool i'm on the other end of the spectrum fallout 3 is up there is one of my favorite games of all time with uh classics like super metroid and mario brothers 3 <laughs> It, I probably spent more time on that game than, like, any other. Uh, over one summer in college, I put about 160 hours into this game and just explored the entire thing as much as I could. I actually took a trip. I took a, a vacation with my, uh, at the time, fiancé to Washington, D.C., just because mm-hmm. it got me so into it. Awesome. Um, it was... I loved it. it. I mean, not just how beautiful the game was as a whole, but just the entire storyline like because i I had never played any of the earlier fallouts so i was kind of just dropped into the middle of it Mm -hmm. and it's just from from the moment you hear liam neeson's voice till uh (laughs) to the end of the game it's just fantastic yeah he also got some fun experiences out of his first playthrough like the first time he met a death claw oh my god (laughs) you want to hear that story it's a really fun one (laughs) i like i like fun stories I mean, it, I was I was playing with one of my friends. Basically, you know, it's a single player game, but we were kind of switching off. We take like turns on the on the big screen TV and the system, and mm-hmm. we're like on our own save states. So I'm walking around um, this campsite, and like in the corner of the map, and I'm just exploring. I'm like a level five or six, and all of a sudden, I don't see anything. I just fly across the screen deck. I'm like, <laughs> okay. So I'm like, I want to see what what the hell happens. So I go back to the same spot. Same thing happens again. <laughs> Final, finally, like, I'm like on another part of the map and I find a, a Yao Guai for the first time and I kill it and I'm like, well, if that's the thing that killed me, you know, that's kind of anticlimactic. I go back to the campsite and then all of a sudden I see this towering thing that I'd never seen in any game, you know, any preview of the game, anything coming after me. Yeah. I spent, I threw probably like 40 frag mines <laughs> on the ground just to cripple it and then just every ounce of ammo that I had to wow. take it down for a, for just a 25 bottle cap gauntlet like i was i was beyond pissed i was so pissed i used like basically all the money i had just to kill this one creature because i was so underpowered Jeez. compare that to my experience like two nights ago going to the death claw sanctuary and then systematically destroying each one that ran at me well yeah yeah 
Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm with you on the. Um, I've definitely played the hell out of that game. I got all, I got the DLC, you know, just so I could have more to explore. I loved, I loved in Fallout Three. I loved the Republic of Dave. <laughs> that, was that was so good because it was like you know it was it was like it was silly but it was also kind of like you know a little based in reality where like all right all right the world is over you know um here's the system of the people have like decided that they're going to have the system where they vote in their leader and then whoever wins they get to call themselves the emperor of like the town and so the guy the most recent winner was dave so it's the republic of dave i just love that that and you could like screw up you could get everybody to vote against him in the election yeah you could break the election <laughs> and he runs off to all the only and gets killed by death clause man there are also I, I i feel like if i if i were to play it again i would try not to uh fast travel ever because once i figured out you could fast travel it kind of ruined the game for me actually i think i would not be able it would I it, like games hold my attention to a point, mm-hmm. but like I can't just slog across a wasteland. Like I need to have a set destination, mm-hmm. and once I get there, it's like you know, okay, this was fun. This is a fun like you know maybe mile long trip because like that one perk that gets you all the stuff on the map mm-hmm. that was a godsend that like saved the game for me. I'm like, okay, wow. this place sounds interesting. I'm walking there. <laughs> mm-hmm. I gotcha. I feel like there was there was a point for me where I was just like, okay, all right, I'm just gonna murder everything in my path and pick up every single thing, and then warp back home with magic, and <laughs> which ruins the the immersion. And then I'll warp back to where I was after I've dropped everything off my hut. You know what I mean? So, and then then what do you have? You know, like you become a hoarder and your room is full of crap. You know, and you never use any of those items. No, I'll agree with that. I actually, I, I did the same thing. Big time hoarder. Use it to sell all this bottle, you know, for bottle caps. And then I have all these bottle caps. I'm like, now there's nothing I want to buy. <laughs> I own everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's why at one point in Fallout New Vegas, uh, Fallout 3, it wasn't the case. But in Fallout New Vegas, I got to a point where I was so rich and powerful. I'm like, why didn't I finish the main storyline by this point? I just, uh, yes. I just stopped. I fast track, like fast laned everything else after that. Mm-hmm. And then after we finished the main storyline, went to all the casinos and blew all the bottle caps. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping for Fallout 4 that um, a they have a new game engine. Because the old one, it's like, all right, I played that for Fallout 3, and then it was rehashed in fall, into New Vegas. Uh, and then B, that people look less ugly. <laughs> because, you know, it's one of the main things. And Skyrim is guilty of this, too. It's why I didn't really get into Skyrim. I was just like, this. I want a fantasy with, like, slightly semi-beautiful people walking around. I mean, you could be, like, a mud farmer, you know, but everybody looks like a mud farmer. <laughs> You know, and I There's, see like uh, some of the mods, and the, you know, like I don't need like the some beautiful cheerleader following me around, but at least like you know, just slightly beautify everybody. Yeah, I was about to say there is mods that do that. Like they just like they touch up everyone's skin tone and stuff, and like you know, make sure they don't look like dirt. <laughs> Which I'm sure was the was the idea, but I mean, to a point, it was. It seems it seems like it was, but um, I mean. Also, there's the fact that, like, the beards and stuff and, the, like, the long hair weren't rendered right in some cases. And, like, uh, yeah. it's all sketchy and stuff. Mm-hmm. 
cool. Well, <laughs> let's jump back to I. That was the greatest segue. No, not segue. That was the greatest segment. Um, interruption. I don't know of all time. Let's go back to the Nintendo World Championships. <laughs> Remember that. <laughs> um. So Nintendo World Championships. I, I I'm not sure if you have. I, I don't know if you are prepared. But I've prepared something that I would like to see. Uh, so at E3, Nintendo's going to unveil the next leg of the World Championships where they get the winners from all the Best Buys across the country either to compete at E3, like the Wizard, possibly. California. Uh, <laughs> God, I hated that movie. <laughs> Not a fan. What I love is freaking he's playing... What's his name? The, the dad's playing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and you know we've all played it. And he's sitting there like the worst video game acting ever. No one does that in movies, TV. They act like such assholes when they're playing games. Also, the line that no one has ever said in the way they said in the Wizard, the Power Glove. It's so bad. Oh my god, that thing's a piece of shit. I wanted one, and then I got one, and it was just garbage. You got one? Yeah. I was I was fortunate. I was very very fortunate. Well, fortunate in the sense that my parents would actually get it for me. Unfortunately, wow. the thing was a piece of shit. It like, was terrible. Did you get it to work though? No. <laughs> Dang. I mean, we set it up and mm-hmm. tried to make it work, but no, it did not work well with any game oh, at man. all. Let me you plug out about the power glove. <laughs> <laughs> quick quick plug about the power glove. There's a documentary coming coming up very soon about the power glove about its creation. Uh, the the Did director have- screened ten minutes of it oh, last Magfest. Yeah, that? that's what I thought. Yeah, and their their documentary was basically about like the ri- the rise and the fall, about like the tour to sell everybody on the Power Glove and how awesome it was and how they were just rolling in money, and then of course like the part that we all know where everybody hated them. <laughs> <laughs> but it sounds, uh-huh. I, and I'm pretty sure it's. Uh, if you just Google Power Power Glove documentary, it'll come. Oh, it's called The Power of Glove. Yeah. So, God, this segment will happen at some point. The Nintendo World Championships. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. What would you, if you were Nintendo, let's say we're all on the board right now. There's Reggie, right? There's Iwata. There's the Flins. And then <laughs> there's Team Williams over here. What would you bring to the table? Like, what would your ultimate... Nintendo World Championship final, uh, uh, not, not like a final round, but final rounds. Like, what would your E3 Nintendo World Championships be? Oh, okay. I've, um, got an, I've got an idea for one of them. It's mm-hmm. partially a joke and partially serious. <laughs> okay. Basically, you get all the people that are in the finals to play the new Super Mario Brothers, not, not Mario World. The uh, new Super Mario Brothers Wii, and the one who makes it to the end without being thrown into the lava by the other players. Oh, <laughs> that would be awesome! The coin battles, <laughs> coin battles. Oh, oh yeah. my god! So you're talking that... about new, not not the 3D world, right? But the yeah, the the flat the... 2D three like but like you know still 3D models, and mm-hmm. you had the ability to pick up the other players and throw them. Yes. So you most people either A, threw them into lava, or B, threw them un- <laughs> in, unintentionally into lava. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yeah, we, uh, we, we don't refer to that by its real name in, uh, when we get together, my family. We just call that the bubble game. <laughs> <laughs> the bubble game. 
because it's basically like three people when it's a hard level three people bubble instantly and i'm left to carry the team to victory <laughs> and of course if i die everybody rags on me about it <laughs> endlessly let's see well well M michael you are the nintendo remix aficionado you trained yeah. you trained for months and I years did. let's say what would your uh best be Oh man, um, it's tough because like the 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 way they've set them up in the past is that the third game was always a uh, like a puzzle game, mm. something like a Tetris or Doctor Mario or something that could you could really rack up score quickly if mm -hmm. you're a skilled player. Doctor Luigi. Um, but a game, oh man, there there was what was that game? It was like oh here's a game that I would never want to see. Have you heard Wario's Woods? Oh, Wario's Woods is like a puzzle game from like the Game Boy era. It is god awful. It oh, is. No. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> but a, a a good one. I mean, I'd say like uh, find a way to keep score and put a Mega Man game in there. Hmm. Like a, like a, just just like you have to finish finish the round with the highest score in the quickest way possible. I guess. Um, because okay. um, that's that's what they kind of do in the second uh, the second game is usually like uh, it was like Rad Racer finish the race as fast as possible or um, mm -hmm. Super Mario Brothers three like get to twenty five coins as quickly as you can so like maybe it would be like uh, kill thirty enemies as in in Mega Man two or Mega Man three like and they they give you a random ra even better a stage randomizer you don't know which one you're going to be going into wow that'd be tough. I mean, what if it was like a Wily stage? Those are never. I was thinking Robot Master stage, but that'd be even more entertaining. <laughs> Throw the Wily stages in there because those are rough. I got, I got one. I got one. So Mega Man Eight, the first Wily stage. Do you know what I'm talking about? You, you start out on, um, I think it's a hoverboard. It's like a hoverboard level, or you're just, or, or uh, you're just being. Uh, pretty sure it's a hoverboard because you're being forced through. So you're like you're being forced through the screen is uh, is flying one way, and you have to go like you have to like jump and then come under these like walls that are closing or have already closed. So you just have to like slide, jump, slide, jump, slide, jump, and it's a pain in the ass. That would just be oh, like ridiculous. You just maybe. You think that you really want to make the the championships difficult and uh, make the second round the hover bike stage from Battletoads? And every time you die, you're from the beginning. So basically, if anyone can, you know, if you make it through on the first time, you're set and you're you're on stage three to get your score up again. But if you if you if you're one of those guys that has trouble with that round, you have to start over and over again. That'd be something. Very similar to what you just said. Like it's a, it's like one of those bitch of arounds. Mm -hmm. um, I still can't beat it. <laughs> I still five on Hard to beat. Hard to beat. Yeah, um, I'm gonna hold on, hold on, pause that second. You guys, got, you guys, roboted out for you guys. You became the robot masters for a second. I'm gonna kill the video feed, and hopefully that will improve our signal. I'll improve my signal anyway. All right, let us continue. I was about to say you want us to kill our video feed. <laughs> No, no, it's okay. I think it's just okay. my end, honestly. All right. So, um, do you, do I you, got an idea yes. as, like, oddball one. Mm -hmm. It's from a marketing standpoint, too, but um, you, you, like, someone has to, you know, set it up to work on the Wii U, but um, 
the uh, Pokemon Snap, where you have to go through a round and get the highest score possible with the Wii U controller with the gyro. And oh. and it would be partially, you know, because it's like, you know, a Dark, Ho- Dark Horse nostalgic thing. Mm-hmm. And second, to gauge interest, because why have they not made a Pokemon Snap for the Wii U yet? <laughs> That's true. You'd think that would just be like a no-brainer. I mean, the original Pokemon Snap game wasn't too, like, technical or, or long, right? No, it was it was yeah, a pretty it was a quick playthrough, but it had a lot of replayability. Yeah. So it's the kind of game that you like can go back to um, every like year or so and play again just for the fun of it. Like you know, you're sitting around, don't know what to play. You think, hey, I'll play Pokemon Snap. <laughs> <laughs> just for the hell of it, man. Well, um, this is what I would bring to the Nintendo World Championships. Okay. Because because of its cameo in uh, in California, colon the movie, aka the movie, <laughs> uh, I would have the qualifier be a Ninja Gaiden speedrun. Ooh, speedrun of Ninja Gaiden. Yeah, exactly. Like, who's gonna do that? Not a lot of people. The um, but I I lo- as a kid, I loved it when it was mentioned in the game, like uh, or excuse me, in the, in the movie. Like, uh, I think Fred Savage is like, what are they playing? And the guy's like, Ninja, cha-cha-cha, Gaiden. <laughs> he was really into it. Whoever that man was. <laughs> Rando, number 15. I know. It's like, it's like, do you know anything about video games? No. All right, great. You get this line in this movie. <laughs> it's about ninjas. <laughs> Have you guys seen, uh, so this, uh, so to, to ramp up the difficulty, this is what the next one would be. So it would be a score attack uh, with, you're playing Metroid Zero Mission and the original Metroid side by side with the same input. Oh, oh I've seen someone do that. It's I crazy. I saw that on YouTube, someone do that. It's insane. Yeah, so let's, let's have that be round two. So <laughs> Ninja Gaiden that- wasn't hard enough. <laughs> Jesus, that that or uh, playing the three Mario games side by side with the same input. Mm. Yeah, they did that too. It was insane. Really, I haven't seen that. Yeah, th- someone did what you just described with uh, Super Mario Brothers one, two, and three, all with the same inputs. On. Oh my god! How I mean, it must take forever. You must have to like clear one screen, wait, and then uh, run to the left with everybody to try and reset something i don't know anyway my uh, my final game for everybody would just be a fatal four-way in splatoon because <laughs> it's four on four all the time man so you just whittle people down mm. all right and that's the end of the nintendo world championship segment thank you nintendo world championship segment you were good <laughs> oh man all right so guys I want to thank you for coming on the podcast. Did you have anything else to talk about? Anything to plug? Um, well, if we're talking about plugs, um, people should watch for my podcast should be coming within the next two months. It's called the reviewers Roundtable. Hmm. It'll be a podcast filled with reviews of various things from movies to TV shows, to video games, to wrestling events, multiple things. We're going to cover a lot, but, uh, it'll be interesting eat from week to week cause we're going to have different segments on how to rate things. Cool. Oh, um, sounds great. Well, we'll send us a link and we'll post it on our Facebook page over mm. at Jumpman. Check it out. I finally figured out how to do how to uh, set your URL on Facebook. Yeah. 
So uh, nice. Facebook.com slash Jumpman Podcast. That's finally what we are. Nice. Yeah, you, and you can do it too if you just click on... Let me, let me just... So if you click on your own uh, About um, page on Facebook, you can set it. It's called... Well, what's it called? It's way the heck down here. There's something called Impressum, but that's not it. I think it's down there. It's it, it's on there somewhere in the page. I just can't find it this, at this second. Oh no, there it is. Facebook web address. Oh. And you could tell, and you could say whatever you want. Facebook.com/slash whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyways, well. Oh, I did remember yes. one piece of news though that I uh, thought about before the podcast, and I was like, hey, I want to go over this. Okay. I don't remember. Have you watched the uh, Netflix Daredevil show? I have not yet. Oh. Be- um, well, it, not really a spoiler, but Bullseye doesn't show up in the first season, and there were recent recent uh, rumors scouting about who the Marvel was scouting, and they were scouting Jason Statham for Bullseye. I I heard the whole the whole saga of him possibly being Bullseye too, not being Bullseye to officially not being Bullseye. So there were rumors. And Is then, he officially not being Bullseye now? Because I heard someone. <laughs> it's, uh, I heard someone retract that. It's wasn't all, sure. It's it's all just a rumor mill. That's that's all the the thing you have to keep in mind. But yeah. it was like everybody's like, oh, he's in negotiations with Marvel. Oh, he could be the best bullseye ever. And then oh wait, he's pulling out because of the leak. But it's probably about money. And then you know now we're back in. You just uh, who knows? Yeah. But I thought it was just a fun little piece of news because. The Daredevil Netflix show is really good. You, you should watch it when you get the chance. I I actually have it. Uh, I have the movie files on my hard drive, <laughs> waiting to be watched. Not even streamed. Uh, mm. Just haven't found time. I got gotcha. you. Took yeah. me took me about three to four weeks till I actually had time to sit down and finish. Cause like I watched the first two episodes, was like this is really good, and then didn't get a chance to do it for a while. And then finished it and was like, wow, that was... And I liked the Daredevil movie with Ben Affleck. That was significantly better than the Daredevil movie with Ben Affleck. All right. Well, at least for a second there, I thought you were going to say it was shit compared to Ben Affleck's Daredevil. (laughs) (laughs) Good. Good. I'm glad that ended that way. Um, So, gentlemen, thank you so much for being on this podcast we are the Jumpman Podcast. We, we don't usually do this where we interview uh, uh, acknowledged guests uh, and fellow maniacs and, 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 and yada yada. I'm usually with my brother Eric. Uh, but you can check us out every single week at jumpmanpodcast.com. You can subscribe to us via iTunes or on Facebook at, like I told you, facebook.com slash jumpmanpodcast. And we're on retrowaretv.com. Have you guys gone on Retrowear TV lately? I haven't been on in a while. I used to go on there all the time, watch like Pat the NES Punk. That's actually where I found you. That's oh. when I first started listening. Was was through Retroware. That's where I downloaded the first episode. I listened to you guys from. Cool. Uh, I listened to the first episode because of this guy right here, Mike, and uh, he. Uh, but I have been on Retroware. It's just I haven't been on it in two or three months because you know it's the end of the school year, finals are ramping up, and stuff like that. Well, I would I would challenge you. Uh, I think my favorite two things on there right now are um, the, there's basically every single week there's a new metal cover and a new banjo cover 
of some old retro video game. <laughs> awesome. Uh, yeah. yeah. So metal and banjo happening on the same website all the time. Uh, that's, that's, I will definitely have to check that out. Yeah, I haven't been on there in a while, but uh, so that's that's the big thing that's uh, that's on there right now. I mean, that's my big thing. Sweet. I mean, you know, <laughs> there are many I, many I, shows. I, will be so. I love video game music. Love awesome. it. Yeah, that's the thing that got us into Magfest. <laughs> cool. And what's your favorite uh, video game uh, band? Um, right now for me, it's a three-way tie between Man Factory, which is a Street Fighter. Uh, rock opera, like they take bits of the old music and uh, turned it into a rock opera. It's really good. So cool. uh, they actually recently broke up, which saddens me. Oh, but uh, man. the Megas, which is I'm I'm. Have you heard of the Megas? Oh, of course, of course. Yeah, I was making sure, but uh, they're <laughs> for those who the, for the listeners who don't know, the Megas are a Mega Man cover band that put lyrics to the Mega Man two and three soundtracks. And a little bit of the first soundtrack, and it, and it's not like Brentel Floss is very silly putting words to uh, to soundtracks. It's pretty epic. Yeah, it's really good. Though they did do a crossover with Brentel Floss at one point. Really, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, it was Wiley's stage. And the last one for me, I'm sorry to cut you off, Mike, but uh, last one for me was uh, the Proto Men, which is a Mega Man rock opera, all original music, mostly '80s hairstyle music, mm-hmm. but uh, it's based in a dystopian and much like more grimdark Mega Man universe where like there's lots of betrayal and stuff and it's really really good for those who want to go out and listen hoping to go to a concert of theirs in a month or so but uh they're coming up around here I, w- I was once at uh I think it was in Georgia Tech in Atlanta or some random college where suddenly I walked in through a door and they were playing Oh my god, it's the Proto Men. What? But they're here? So they really get around, man. Yeah, they they tour all over the place. They were actually up here in Jersey, I want to say a year or two ago. Yeah. And we didn't get a chance to see them, though. They're going to be in New York in a month for those who want to go see a concert of theirs. Cool. Yeah. So it's Mike's turn. No, my, mine is uh, mine's definitely the Megas. Um, they're actually the reason I found Magfest was because I, I heard the Megas music. And then I was like, where where can I find their CD? So I went to look and buy their CD, and I saw that they were booked for MAGFest on their website. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, what the hell is MAGFest? So I started looking into it, and I'm like, holy shit, how have I never been at this thing? Because I didn't, I didn't make it to, like, MAGFest 9, I want to say. Um, it was. The first year we went was 10. Yeah, so. <laughs> that actually reminds me before. Uh, yeah, so it's definitely the Megas. Yeah, that reminds me before we sign off uh, of a fun MAGFest story from the first time we went. It was the first concert at MAGFest that me and Mike had gone to, and it was midway through. It was Random Encounter, and we walk in, and we hear a song, and we're trying to figure out what it is, because it's back when the concert uh, hall was really long, and the stage was on the other side from the door. Ah, So we heard it, and we get closer and closer, and we start hearing, happy, happy, joy, joy, happy, happy, joy, joy. Yeah, it was awesome. Wow. I wonder if if that was... uh... Arm cannon. They're very silly. Oh, it was like random that. encounters. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, the band that's like monster hunters is their uh, actual jobs, quote unquote. <laughs> cool. All right, thank you very much for having us. Uh, excellent talking to you again. You too. Yeah. It was a pleasure. Yeah, it was a pleasure to talk to you and plug my stuff. <laughs> 
Awesome. And send me a link to your podcast whenever whenever it pops up. I'd love to listen to it. Now I'm yeah, going to go... I have uh, the first episode out by the 4th... Uh, or not the 4th of July. Maybe like the 7th of July because we're going to be recording the 27th and then I'm going to pick up how to edit and stuff because I'm still learning all that. And, uh, mm. and then hopefully I'll have the website up before the end of the summer. Cool. Audacity is your friend, my friend. Yep, that's actually the program I use. Cool. Did you get the Lame Library? Uh, lame. No, I didn't. It's like it's like this this missing yet crucial feature. If you want to export into MP3s, you'll you'll discover that later. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I've already recorded once, but I didn't really like. I'm not releasing that because it was uh, it was a cluster fuck of a podcast but uh yeah cool. it was a fun experience <laughs> all right well dudes well thank you so much thank you listeners if you made it all the way to 40 minutes uh and uh we'll see you later jump man engage i find your lack of faith disturbing one shall stand